Hi, my name is Aaron Lindstam, a polar explorer and professional traveler. Today I'm reviewing the SanDisk Extreme Portable, the 2TB edition. Is this one of the best portable options for solid state drives out there? Also to connect with my phone through hubs and everything? Let's find out in today's video. So today we're going to find out if the SanDisk Extreme 2TB lives up to all the hype with the, the speed, the size, the capability, and everything like that. And that's what I'm going to talk about in the videos. I'm going to do tests on the drive, see how much it weighs, how big it is, how fast it is on the computer with speed testing, and with actual file transfers. But more importantly, I'm going to do another video showing you how to use this drive to copy SD chips to back them up using only my phone, a little converter, and a USB hub. That's the real reason to get this thing. So let's get into that. But before we do, if you wouldn't mind, just click the subscribe button to support my channel. I'd really appreciate that. It helps me out. So we're going to actually do an unboxing here. I haven't actually opened this box. You can see that it is sealed. So we're going to do that real quick just to see what it's like. All right. And they have this nice, sexy, matte finish sort of case. So you open that thing up with the fingernail. Oh, is it all glued together? Nope. Uh, there we go. Crack the tape. All right. So you crack that open there. And we're going to pull this all out. And we'll see if I can throw it on the floor or if it'll actually come out without a problem. Oh, well, that's it. Cool. There you go, comes in a box. Looks like it's a recyc recyclable packaging. And look at like it had some boring instructions. And it comes with a handy dandy USB-C and a USB uh, 3 or Type 2 or Type A or whatever converter. So it has a couple options here. Not too bad. Now I'm going to go with the premise that I don't have to read the instructions at all. Because for something like this, I shouldn't have to read instructions because that'd be really annoying. I have, whoa, purchased drives where I did have to read instructions and that is just a killer. So you can see the size of the drive here. It's about the size of my hand. Let me get out the tape measure so I can check out the specs. Alrighty. Handy dandy tape measure. So this measures three and a quarter inches by two inches there. Pretty cool compared to my iPhone 10s. Yeah, there you go. You can see just how big or not big it is versus the iPhone 10s. Okay, and you can see too the hub I'm going to eventually marry it to. The drive is slightly larger than the hub. It does come with this um, keychain, I don't know, carabiner sort of hole. Now I'm a climber and none of my big carabiners would fit in here. The advertising on this unit shows somebody's got a carabiner and they had that out on, your, on their backpack. There's no way in oblivion earth I would ever put all my data just dangling on my backpack. It's sexy, but... And on the bottom is a USB-C port. And you can see that the cable is extremely short. 
which is really nice actually. It keeps that under control. That cable measures seven inches, so it's not very long at all. And so you simply plug this in here. One of the nice things about the USC interface is that there's no directionality of the cable, so that's pretty good. It wiggles just a tiny bit. Now I'm going to plug this directly into the back of my Mac into the Thunderbolt 3 port. I'm going to plug this in. I'm going to plug this in to the back of my iMac into one of the open ports. Alright, so the drive is plugged in. There is no indicator or LED, which is real annoying. Now the drive comes up here before we do the test as Extreme SSD. And I click on that Extreme SSD, Secure Access. I'm just going to delete that, but before I do, I'm going to go into Disk Utility, Open Disk Utility, and we're going to see what is on this drive. Now it is formatted out of the gate. How is it formatted? It is formatted USB Solid Extreme, so it's formatted in the EXFAT format, so it should have no problems being used. So I'm going to just copy those two things to my desktop. So if I ever care about them, and now I'm going to trash them because I don't want that Windows junk on my Mac. I could care less. Empty the trash. Goodbye. Okay, so I plugged this drive directly into my Mac and no problem. So we're just going to straight up choose speed test. We're going to select the target drive and we're going to come over here so you can see what's going on. And we're going to get Extreme SSD open. And also I'm going to do a one gig stress test on here. And we will simply fire this up and see what happens. So right now the drive's running at 482 megabytes per second and the read speed is at 518 meg per second. And that's with the drive directly connected into the back of a Thunderbolt 3 port. Not too bad. Now let's see if changing it to a 5 gig size affects the caching or anything in the drive. That's a different test. Oh, nope, it's pretty comparable. Okay. And what about, oh, it's just, uh, it's taking a while for that file to write. And then the read test to read that file back. We'll see how long that takes. Okay, not too bad. We will terminate the test. Now you'll see here, you can see my shadow. Hi there. That if you do 10 bits uh, 4K data, it's not going to cut the mustard. But ProRes 422, you could do 4K. Uh, 22, 23 frames a second. It's not awesome. What about if you don't have a direct port into a USB-C or Thunderbolt 3? Let's check that out. Because some computers, in fact most probably don't still have that. Brand new ones do, but not everybody's able to buy... Oh, hey, my hair is messed up. That's good. Buy a brand new one. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect 
the USB-C into this adapter. And you'll notice it has two arrows on here. There you go, the shine. And that tells you the little locks on here keep it together. And now, oops, I didn't inject the drive. Let's see how it handles that. <laughs> oops. So now hopefully it's not ruined. Shouldn't be, I don't have any data on there. I'm going to plug it in with my USB extension cable. Let me show you here. All right. So now I've got a USB extension cable hooked directly into the back of my computer and then connected to the drive. We will zoom out. This is pretty entertaining. Ah, yes, I am a professional filmmaker. I zoom in and out all the time. That's right. So now we're going to zoom in here. Yeah, I like this better. It's a little more real. And the extreme SSD drive still comes up and it's not damaged. Cool. So now we're going to select our target drive again over here. Choose Extreme SSD. Hit Open. And we're going to do a 1 gig test. And now we'll see if there's any difference. 426. Pretty comparable. And 429. A little bit slower on the read. Interesting. Let's see, how does it pull up? Not too bad. Okay. So as you can see there, let me zoom out all the way, that if you don't have a USB-C type port, let me move my cable here. If you don't have a USB-C type port, you are going to get slightly slower performance uh, compared to out of uh, directly plugging into a USB-C or a Thunderbolt 3 port on your computer. Still, 429 megabytes per second is pretty awesome. Now, here's an interesting test. I'm going to eject the drive. I've ejected the drive. Good. Now, I'm going to plug this into one of those little powered hubs that I have from Staples, like 20 bucks or so. And I want to see how the performance, because this was hooked directly into, oh, there's hair on this thing, <sighs> nice. I'm going to, uh, this performance was directly connected to an extension cable, which was plugged into the computer. And now I'm going to use a hub that's hooked up to one of the USB 3 ports on the computer, these big fat guys. But this time I'm going to hook it into a hub, a powered hub, and see if that affects the data rate at all. So I'm just going to unhook one of my mini cables in the octopus back here. And I will again use the USB connection. Okay, so the drive did come up through a powered USB hub. Extreme SSD seems to read okay. So now we're going to view this again through the lens of a powered USB hub and we're going to see if there's any difference in the effect of the write speed through Blackmagic. So we're going to select the target drive again, scroll down, Extreme SSD here, open her up, and one gig, start her up, Ooh! 
<laughs> okay, so my hub is slower than Christmas. Check that out. Read speed is incredible, still 419, but write speed is absurdly slow. That hub, I think I need to replace my hub, folks. That's really, really slow, and that might actually be affecting when I download chips. Interesting. Okay, so that was actually really educational. I've now got a drive that is fast enough, the SSD is fast enough, where I can see just how slow my USB hub from Staples really is. So that tells me, one, I need to upgrade my hub out of uh, Staples. That's kind of a bummer. But, you know, it's hooked to the printers and all the usual junk, but it is hooked up my high-speed uh, reader as well. So I, I didn't realize that could actually be affecting my read speed. So I'm going to have to change things up a bit and buy myself a new hub. But in the meantime, dun da da dun I happen to have a new hub. This is by Uni. A link below, so check that out. I'm going to now hook this, which is a Thunderbolt 3 cable, I believe. This is my new hub for travel. And unfortunately, this is only power. They don't pass data through. It's kind of silly. But I want to try this hub from Uni using the USB port to see how fast this can go. So this, and now we will hook into the uni hub. Kind of funny. And not that I need to hook it into a hub, but I just want to try to see what the maximum data rate is. So now I've got the uni hub hooked up to the three, or the, the Thunderbolt 3 port, which is also USB-C. The hub down through the USB-A converter to the SanDisk. I know it sounds extremely complicated, but the whole point is to show you the different effects of hubs and what the possible speed options are using this adapter. Okay, the drive came up, so it still reads, that's great. And we're at one gig, that's great. Let's fire it up. Okay, good, in business. Nice. So that USB 3 looks like it's maxed out. I uh, can't go any faster. The direct connect is definitely faster with this solid state drive on the Thunderbolt 3 port. So there you have it. Pretty, pretty slick. Nice little tool. Great. I'm going to eject the drive. Extreme SSD. Perfect, I've ejected the drive, and now I'm going to see if I can weigh this thing. Just because the weight is actually an important factor to me, because I plan to actually use this drive backpacking. So now, drive, and then we'll add the cable, and the cable's not going to be all that relevant. Okay, here we go. The drive weighs. 1.4 ounces or grams, 42 grams. Not all that exciting. I can't really show you, but you know, you'll have to believe me there. So with the cable added, wow, 2.1, that cable is actually heavy compared to the drive. The cable weighs 0.6 ounces. The drive weighs 1.5 ounces. 
so this cable weighs one third of the total weight of that drive that is nuts so so far so good i'm going to do a little bit of a uh, a hard burn-in test on the sandisk drive people say it gets extremely hot i have no idea so i'm going to test that out but i'm not terribly worried i can feel it's just a little bit warm yes i kiss my computer parts and that is that so so far so good you can see the speed there it's really quite impressive the size and the form factor pretty slick tiny little connector on here but like all computer and tech equipment make sure that when you buy things to actually test it burn it in leave it hooked up and make sure it doesn't have premature death that way wherever you bought it from you can return it so uh it's consideration so far so good thumbs up for the sandisk extreme solid state drive you've now seen the effect of the drive being plugged in directly to the USB-C slash Thunderbolt, the tiny bit of slowdown through the USB-A connector, uh, USB-3, all right, keep this all straight up. Then the Uni Hub, as my extension, didn't really seem to impact the speed because I have to use this, but my USB 3.0 wannabe hub that's powered, that's from Staples, that's things slow. I'm gonna have to fix that problem, so. There we go. So now we're going to do a real world test uh, before I close out this video. Just to show you, everybody shows you speed test, but let's see what it actually takes to copy things. So I've got this folder here full of video. I'll close Blackmagic. And this is 4 gig. Okay, that's 4 gig in that folder. And start okay copying 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 oh okay four gig took boom 15 seconds so is 320 megabytes per second that's a much more realistic world world uh, real world transfer so now we're going to take something much bigger and now we're going to see how long it takes to actually copy a 16 gig folder from my computer which can do two terabytes a second down to this drive which we tested that can do roughly 400 or so even though they claim 500 so now and now we're going to do a paste and prepare to time and go okay here we go now we're going to see how long it takes to copy 16 gig onto the drive realistically, a much more real world test of what this drive is capable of. And you can see here, I didn't bother cutting this, this is fun. You can see what it really takes and how long the system actually takes to process instead of black magic fantasy speeds. All right, almost done. The timer will clear and boom, 34 seconds is 470 megabytes per second transfer to the solid state drive. Not too shabby. And now I'm going to change just one file in the folder and I'm going to copy from the drive back onto my system drive, which is substantially faster 
and we'll see how long that takes. So we're going to copy the folder here off this drive and now we're going to paste onto my iMac and go. Alright, let's see how long this takes. Okay, so 4 gig. Okay, so 10 seconds, it's about the same speed. So that was, let's see, so 4.70, okay, so about 470 megabytes per second. Now we're going to copy a larger folder, 16 gig. All right, and go. Now we're going to see how long it takes to copy 16 gig off the drive at maximum read onto my iMac, which runs at about two terabytes. You'll see up here, less than a minute. Okay, we will see how that goes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Boom. Is 533 megabytes per second on the read and 470 on the write. So this drive definitely lives up to its name. Let me eject it here so I can show you it again. And I'm pretty happy with it. As long as it doesn't die or anything happens, I have to say I recommend this. The drive is a touch warm, but it's certainly not on fire. Copying about 40 gig, not too shabby. I would say this is a winner, and hopefully it works with my, uh, my hub here to do the ultimate with these sort of drives. My name is Aaron Linsdow. I'm a polar explorer and professional traveler. Thank you very much for watching my video on the SanDisk Extreme 2TB solid state drive. That's a friggin' mouthful. Please like, comment, and subscribe on my video. And also please support me on Venmo, PayPal, and Patreon. Thank you very much for watching.